0: Welcome to MTSU on the Record. I'm Jenna Loge. Dr. Robert Summers is MTSU's new Vice Provost for International Affairs. He assumed his new position July 1. It's something of a homecoming for Summers who earned his master's degree in French from MTSU. He comes to us from his most recent position as Assistant Provost for Global Engagement at State University of New York, Buffalo State. We'll get to know Dr. Summers after this.
1: Here are some of the headlines making news at mtsunews.com, the university's news and information website. MTSU's Business and Economic Research Center, in partnership with the Tennessee Advisory Commission on Intergovernmental Relations, has released a new version of Tracking Tennessee's Economy, an interactive dashboard and website allowing the general public to visualize economic and labor market trends. On the site, mtsu.edu forward slash TACIR, economic indicators are available for each of Tennessee's 95 counties, including labor force, employment, unemployment, unemployment rate, and sales tax collections. The new site features a monthly analysis by Burke Director Dr. Murat Arik, examining data at the state and county levels, as well as for 10 different metropolitan statistical areas. And MTSU and University of Mississippi faculty and student researchers are collaborating on a USDA grant project involving climate change, conservation practices, and helping train the next generation of environmental scientists and engineers. The three-year, $272,555 USDA grant is a research effort for MTSU Department of Geosciences environmental science students and University of Mississippi engineering students to study the role and potential effects of climate change on conservation practices and future 21st century agricultural challenges. The study will be completed on various pilot watersheds from around the nation, including the southeast, midwest, and west coast regions. For MTSU News at any time, go to mtsunews.com.
0: Dr. Summers, welcome, welcome back. Thank you for being with us on the program.
2: Thank you for this opportunity, Jenna.
0: What prompted you to apply for the open position of Vice Provost for International Affairs?
2: So I really wasn't looking for a job. Uh, I just uh, uh, was uh, responding to uh, my emails, as I do uh, every day, and uh, I had a colleague send it to me and say something like, uh, hey, aren't you from this place? Uh, To which I responded, well, yeah, actually I am. uh, Janab was born in Putnam County, Tennessee, uh, about two hours from here. So I looked at the position description later on that night. Uh, I talked to my family about it. Uh, We thought uh, we mulled it over, uh, and we decided to... uh, uh, to go after it uh, in, a, in a more complete way, I was looking at what was required and what it seemed that the goals were in the strategic plan. They seemed to align nicely with the things that I'd like to do and that I have experience doing. So I threw my hat in the ring, and uh, the rest is uh, the rest is history.
0: So what are your top priorities as you take over the office?
2: So as I'm looking around, you know, I already see that we have a, uh, a tremendous staff. Um, and I'm impressed with the expertise and the experience of the folks here on the second floor of Peck Hall. And then as I look at the strategic plan and the different uh, strategic directions outlined in it, I see uh, a couple of different things that, uh, that pop out. Of. Uh, so uh, my first goal is to increase the number of international students that study at the uh, on the MTSU campus. Um, this is for a couple of different reasons. Uh, first and foremost, they bring an international perspective to the campus that we simply cannot get otherwise. Uh, they um, enrich us. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting as I drive onto campus every morning, uh, there, are, uh, there are flags on our, on our lamppost. And one of them says something along the lines of, enrich your life. Uh, and you know, I feel very uh, very strongly uh, that, uh, uh, that this is, uh, that international students on campus is one of the things that we can do to enrich the lives of our students. Uh, My second priority is to increase the number of uh, Middle Tennessee State students that study abroad. Um, Jenna, it is interesting that it really points back to my story. Uh, I am the son of a single school teacher from rural Tennessee. Um, I didn't even think that I might want to go to college. Uh, As a matter of fact, I wanted to work in a body shop, uh, an auto body shop. You see, this is what I did as a high school job. Uh, I really liked it and wanted to continue doing it. And I still today like to work with my hands. I I like machines. But uh, mom, being a teacher, very much understood and still understands uh, the value of education. And she pushed me to, uh, to at least start school. So I went to college, uh, I very much enjoyed it. I uh, started, taking, uh, started taking languages, it was a requirement of my, of my degree program, and found out I was pretty good at it. Uh, I was encouraged to go abroad for a summer, and I did. Uh, that was a life-changing experience for me. It opened, up, it opened up the world in a way that simply cannot be opened up in any other way. I came to MTSU, I got my master's, and I was uh, encouraged to study abroad again. And it was uh, a, another solidifying experience for me just to uh, uh, show, again, very directly the benefits of having a mindset that is not rooted in the place that you, that you grew up. Uh, and then these, these things helped push me to go get my PhD which I did, and again, I studied abroad during my PhD. I did work uh, validating some of my research documents uh, up in, uh, up in uh, Quebec. Uh, again, three very distinct and powerful international experiences for me, and I want those same things for our students.
0: So aside from increasing the number of international students, what other priorities do you have on your agenda?
2: As we look at our study abroad programs, I want to make sure, Jenna, that they are both relevant uh, and uh, and cost effective for our students. Uh, Again, as I spoke of earlier, you know I'm very clear on the uh, on the importance of studying abroad. But students in 2020, uh, they need to take classes. They need to take classes that uh, through their study abroad experience that are very much focused. On their career goals Uh, so we are expanding the number of international internships that we offer uh, through uh, through the Office of International Education Uh, and we are expanding the number of uh, of, uh, required courses or substitutions for required courses that can be that can be done abroad again we're increasing the relevance of our study abroad programs and we're looking very closely at cost um, again, being from this area and being from a family of modest means, I, I very much understand the, the need uh, for uh, for cost-effective study abroad programs. Uh, so we will be reconceptualizing some of our agreements uh, through uh, to encompass a more uh, an exchange component. And these exchange components are nice because what we do. Is we swap out MTSU tuition for tuition at the host institution, uh, so students don't necessarily pay any more.
3: Here's a nice place to take a break. We'll be right back. This is MTSU on the record. The American Democracy Project is a nonprofit initiative which strives for greater voter registration and civic participation among young people at MTSU and at campuses nationwide. Through encouragement from professors and peers, young adults are shown the value of being more active citizens in their community, their state, and their nation. ADP seeks to nurture programs that raise the campus community's level of engagement with society. For all the latest MTSU news and information, go to mtsunews.com.
4: The Experiential Learning Scholars Program at MTSU gives students a chance to go outside the classroom and obtain hands-on experience in their chosen fields of study. They'll have the opportunity to give something back to the community through service learning as they gain acceptance for graduate study. Students should be able to select EXL-designated courses from major requirements and general studies requirements to complete the 16 to 18 hours of EXL coursework. For all of the latest MTSU news and information, go to mtsunews.com.
0: We're talking with Dr. Robert Summers, our new Vice Provost for International Affairs, who earned his master's degree here in French and comes to us most recently from uh, State University of New York, Buffalo State. Uh, Well, the 500 pound gorilla in the room, of course, is the Trump administration's decision to drop its plan to deport international college students who plan to take courses only online this fall. This is in response to a lawsuit brought by Harvard and MIT and pressure from a lot of sources, including the US Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Your thoughts on the administration's decision to to drop that uh, deportation plan?
2: Jenna, of course, I'm very happy to hear it. Uh, This caused a good deal of uh, weeping and gnashing of teeth uh, in the office, on the campus, and in the greater international community. And for good reason. Uh, These sort of things... uh, um, they're difficult, they're, they're difficult for our international students, they're difficult for our international faculty, and quite frankly, it can send the message that uh, these, kind of, these, these folks are not welcome here. I wanna say unequivocally that they are welcome here. Our international students, our international faculty, our international staff are very much welcome on the NTSU campus. I am pleased uh, that the administration saw that the, uh, the guidance that they sent out uh, was, uh, was going to be punitive and was going to hurt institutions and hurt students. I am happy that they, uh, that they took the higher road and that they rolled it back.
0: Are international students facing any other challenges from the federal government in the light of national security policies like consulate closures or travel bans of any kind?
2: Uh, yes, ma'am, they are. Uh, you know, as a matter of fact, I have been fielding questions uh, from concerned faculty uh, and staff about these very issues. The first uh, sign of, uh, of, uh, movement forward that I saw was from a broadcast message out of the embassy in uh, Slovakia. And they uh, sent out uh, a message to their community saying that they were going to be reopening uh, for for uh, visa appointments. Then I saw echoes of the same things happening in Austria. Uh, and I've seen echoes of the same sort of thing happening in uh, Scandinavia. What I am paying careful attention to is I've not seen sign of this coming out of asia um you know asia is uh, the number one sender of international students to the united states Uh, so if the embassies and consulates aren't opened up in asia it stands to very directly affect the united states economy
0: um, is this the sort of thing that is just bureaucratic red tape that can be worked through or worked around, or is it tougher than that?
2: Uh, I do think, Jenna, that, it is, uh, that it's tougher than that. Uh, I think that uh, we have sort of a, uh, a perfect storm, so to say, of, uh, of factors that coalesced and have, uh, have negatively affected our international students, particularly those that are slated to come in for for fall 2020, the first, are, of course, is the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, you know, no one could really control this, and for good reason, the government shut down the consulates and embassies uh, abroad to protect their staff and to protect the folks that that use the services of these consulates and embassies. Uh, I do think that things are getting better. I mean, we've seen real progress out of China. Certainly we've seen progress out of Vietnam, uh, and we see progress out of, uh, the different European countries, uh, there's still, there's still ways to go. Uh, but, uh, but I do see things changing. I also think that there is, uh, uh, perhaps negative thoughts surrounding our Asian partners. Um, uh, you see different political rhetoric uh, speaking to, uh, speaking specifically to China uh, and the ways in which China has uh, negatively affected the US economy. Um, now while I am just a linguist, um, and I can't really offer any sort of uh, definite uh, answers to, to that question, what I will say, Is that uh, international students bring in a tremendous, tremendous amount of money to our economy. They bring a tremendous amount of support uh, to the institution and they are without a doubt a valuable uh, and even integral part of, uh, of an institution in 2020
0: The Confucius Institute, as you know, is winding down, uh, or MTSU is winding down, to be more exact, its relationship with the Confucius Institute. Um, And uh, it has been the subject of uh, consternation from people like Senator Marsha Blackburn, who say that it's just a propaganda tool of the Chinese government. Uh, Is uh, the dissolution of our relationship with the Confucius Institute in any way going to uh, impact our uh, memoranda of understanding with the Chinese institutions or uh, other uh, Chinese-oriented uh, educational endeavors we have going on on campus right now.
2: Uh, despite what's going on with the Confucius Institutes across the country, China remains a, an important player and partner for us in our international objectives on campus. Um, if we think about the, the top senders of international students to MTSU, the first is Saudi Arabia, the second is the Bahamas, and the third is China. I mean, it, you see very clearly there the importance of China in a good relationship with our Chinese partner institutions to keep those numbers of students coming on campus. Um, I don't see at the present how our uh, unwinding of the agreement uh, with the Confucius Institute will negatively affect any of these, uh, any of these rankings.
0: Time for another break now. We'll be right back. This is MTSU On The
4: Record. Tennessee's farm families contribute to our state's economy, nutrition, and culture. The Tennessee Century Farms Program at MTSU's Center for Historic Preservation acknowledges farms that have been in the same family at least 100 years, To date, the program has certified more than 1,500 farms. There's no cost to nominate a farm or be part of the program. For all the latest MTSU news and information, go to mtsunews.com.
3: The Middle Tennessee Writing Project is a program that fosters the effective teaching of writing to students in kindergarten through high school. The project hosts annual summer institutes where teacher participants teach and learn from each other effective techniques of teaching writing. In addition, the project sponsors summer writers camps for youngsters. MTSU is one of 185 sites of the National Writing Project and one of only two in Tennessee. For all the latest MTSU news and information, go to mtsunews.com.
0: Our guest is Dr. Robert Summers, our new Vice Provost for International Affairs. He took the position July 1st officially, and uh, he most recently was Assistant Provost for Global Engagement at State University of New York, uh, Buffalo State it's been a time of great uncertainty for everyone, especially international students. Uh, as you made reference earlier to the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, the students can say to themselves, do I go home? If I'm already home, do I stay there instead of coming back to MTSU? What's the best advice you can offer beyond the basics that most international students have to cover in the way of official documents, et cetera?
2: The best advice is for, they, is for them to do what they are the most comfortable with. Uh, we have procedures in place. Should they wish to come back to campus, uh, they can do so, and they can do so in a safe manner. If they are living on campus, they will be able to self-quarantine for 14 days after their arrival. Uh, we, we've had a, a positive relationship with health services uh, and with housing to offer those sort of arrangements. If they want to stay in their home country, which, again, is, a, is an understandable uh, choice, uh, they can take classes uh, at a distance, uh, should they so choose, or they can just take a leave of absence and sit a semester out until things change and they feel comfortable coming back.
0: What effect is the... Um European Union's decision to prohibit entry by Americans to its member nations is going to have on our study abroad students trying to go overseas?
2: So Jenna, our students will not be studying abroad in the, uh, in the fall semester on any of our uh, longer term programs. Uh, it may be that conditions change uh, as the semester progresses that we can send students on some of our short-term programs, but we're taking right now a wait and see approach.
0: What other effects does the COVID nineteen pandemic have on your job right now?
2: And I met one of our one of our new colleagues on campus, and of course, uh, you know the the uh, uh, your instinct is to go and shake their hand uh, and, uh, and be close to them and smile and and talk. Uh, and it is, uh, of course, strange to not be able to do these things. It's, uh, uh, it's of course strange to, to wear your mask, uh, and have, have your glasses fogged up through your mask. Um, but at the same time, you know, it it is absolutely necessary. It's, it's clear that that wearing the mask uh, keeps us and, uh, and more importantly, other people safe. Uh, so I'm I'm happy to to do these things to to keep the community uh, to keep the community safe. Uh, the other piece that has happened is I'm not being able to uh, uh, to build these relationships in a uh, traditional way that I would with my staff. Uh, while I have met all the staff, I completed just yesterday my initial interviews with them. Um, it is different conducting your, uh, your, staff, uh, your staff meetings, your one-on-one meetings via Zoom. Um, I am missing, of course, that, that sort of personal connection. But at the same time, I am working hard to mitigate that and develop it in different ways.
0: How many international students, ballpark, do we have enrolled at the university right now?
2: We have just under five hundred.
0: How does that compare? I mean, is is that uh, about average for what MTSU has had over the years? Do you know?
2: So it looks as if our numbers have declined somewhat, um, and you know, this this happens. Uh, it is a uh, a symptom of uh, of uh, world economics and and politics. Uh, what I do believe, though, is that MTSU is very well positioned in one of the fastest growing parts of the United States, uh, in one of the the best uh, college towns in the United States to dramatically increase our number of students that, uh, the number of international students that come to campus. We have tremendous, tremendous academic programs that attract people from all over the world. It's just a matter of getting uh, to them and letting them know the good news about MTSU academics.
0: I must say that in the 18 years I've been with the university, there has always been a welcoming atmosphere. I have never heard of one single ugly incident surrounding an international student in the time that I've been here in terms of hostility either by or toward. Uh, And uh, that's a selling point too, is it not?
2: Yes, ma'am, it absolutely is. Uh, Of course, Southern hospitality is very well known, and uh, it is one of the things that we will speak very directly about uh, when we are in Myanmar, talking to groups of students that want to come here and study in our biology program. Among other places. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Are you settled back in, in Murfreesboro? We were talking about this a little bit prior to the, the start of recording. Uh, it's taking a little bit of time to get totally settled, I take it.
2: Well, uh, Yes, it is. Um, it's, uh, it, uh, the sale of our house in, uh, in Buffalo was pushed back because of the pandemic. Uh, in the end, uh, it did so quickly, and uh, we're very happy that that happened. Uh, but it also has affected the closing on our house here in Murfreesboro. Um, one of the things that has just happened uh, is that my wife and daughter uh, uh, completed our move out. Uh, this has, uh, of, of course, uh, uh, made me long to be with them. You know, moving is a big deal, and I didn't want this to be uh, to be all on their shoulder sold- sold- I didn't want this to be entirely their responsibility, um, but they are intelligent, capable women, and uh, they certainly can handle them. Um All that to say, I still would have preferred to be there uh, and help them uh, uh, with the movers, getting the, the last of the boxes on the drop.
0: Well, we're glad you're here. We welcome you back, and we wish you... Uh, All good things as you attempt to move us forward in international affairs. Dr. Robert Summers, thank you for being our guest today on MTSU On The Record.
2: Thank you, Jenna. We'll be right back.
4: The Army ROTC College Program at MTSU prepares students mentally, physically, and emotionally to become leaders and promotes virtues of duty, honor, country. ROTC cadets are involved in all academic disciplines, athletics, and student organizations at MTSU. Full scholarships and tuition assistance are awarded based on merit. All cadets upon graduation will serve their country as second lieutenants either in the Army, Army Reserve, or Army National Guard. For all the latest MTSU news and information, go to mtsunews.com. The Tennessee Employment Relations Research Association, or TERRA, gives labor relations specialists and academics a chance to share their views and their data, TARA wants academics and other interested in human resources and industrial relations to work together at meetings and conferences to strengthen the workplace. Many MTSU faculty belong to TARA, which has members in 20 states and 7 nations. For all the latest MTSU news and information, go to mtsunews.com.
0: Randy Weiler has the middle moment mtsu will host virtual convocation ceremonies to welcome new freshmen and transfer students featuring summer reading book author mona hannah atisha the event will be held at 5 p.m saturday august 22nd deb sales vice president of student affairs shares more convocation is where we bring students into the new community that they're joining here at mtsu this year's convocation will be a bit different than usual because uh, we're going to be doing it online to make sure that we're keeping our students safe as we begin our new school year uh, with the coronavirus still active in Rutherford County. We'll still hear from our author of our summer reading book. The summer reading book is something called What the Eyes Don't See. It's the story of Dr. Mona as she worked in Flint, Michigan with the Flint water crisis. Each of the academic departments will be hosting separate Zoom rooms uh, or breakout sessions for their students. Again, online, students don't usually have the chance to have that follow-up conversation. That's MTSU on the Record. I'm Jenna
4: Logue. Thanks for listening. MTSU on the Record, a news and information program about Middle Tennessee State University, is produced by the university's Marketing and Communications Office, which is solely responsible for its content. Read more about MTSU at our website, mtsunews.com. Podcasts of this program are available at mtsunews.com and on iTunes.